welcome to Why Does My Child Hate Me, the podcast where we explain why your child hates you. With me, Athena Kablenu. And me, Layla Lawson. Layla, why does your child hate you? I think I'm going to let you go first. (laughs) (laughs) Um, She hates me because I've limited stories at bedtime. Mm -hmm. Because when there was one of them, she could literally pick up like seven or eight books and we'd get through all of them and it was great. But now I've got two of them. There's another person to stick in the bath. There's another person to get clean. So now we kind of, we limit it at three. If she picks short books, you can have four. Mm-hmm. But, and she doesn't like it. So I'll say to her, you can have three books. Choose three books and she'll go one, two, three. And then she'll pick up a fourth book and go three. And she'll pick up a fifth book and go three. And I'll be like, That's, you can't just change numbers. You know, you can't just change the way numbers work. So you get to read, have 10 books read to you. And on the one hand, I'm like, I'm thrilled. I'm personally thrilled that she likes to be read to. She's really good. But on the other hand, I'm thinking, do you know what? Holby City's starting soon. Yeah. I can't, I don't want to read Dr. Seuss. This is like the cat. And, there's, a, there's one particular cat and hat book that just goes on and on <laughs> and on and on. And of course, what's quite good about your kids not being able to read is you can just like, Skip the yeah, pages. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we had a little altercation. Not well, not altercation. Um, conversation mm-hmm. about uh, the number of books that uh, I was willing to read to her one night, and she didn't like it. She had a little, a little tantrum because she wanted um, Solway, which is a Lupita book, mm-hmm. um, and um, she'd already had. Th- she already put three books on her bed. And I didn't want her to read Solway. The time I spent arguing with her, I should have read her the bloody book. Just, yeah. <laughs> Do you know what? I think she's really lucky my daughter gets one. Well, this is it. I, I spoiled her. Mm. I was so thrilled. I was like, oh, she loves reading. Here's 20 books. Let's get through them all. Yeah. And now I've, I've made a rod for my own back with that one because it just takes forever. Yeah, see, I'm like, read to yourself. <laughs> <laughs> and then she sits there going, la, 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 la. And then, and then she makes up all these elaborate stories to all her teddies. And I'm like... <laughs> See you, sucker. Yeah. <laughs> Bye. We do circle time with the teddies now. Yeah, so she, t- she does the hello song to her teddy bears. <laughs> but she doesn't like me. Uh, so, yeah, why does, why does your child hate you? Um, I think because I'm trying to limit in the mom- at the moment the amount of screen time we have. Mm. Especially that she's not been at um, a playgroup for a while and she's restarting. We've just been at home. So... Balancing the whole working and having her at home needing entertainment is the craziest thing that you'd think you'd be, you'd get used to after a couple of what, but it never gets easier. Well, for me anyway. So doing for, I think it was about two weeks where she literally lived on Coco Melon and she was a character there. And then I said, you know, let's, let's bring it back. Let's start re-taking you out of the multiverse and bringing you back onto <laughs> earth and going for walks and stuff and it's it's been a real real like my my language shit show where she's just like no ipad and she wants the ipad on and the laptop on and and her um and the tv on so she's got like three it's like my nose report right <laughs> <laughs> and they're looking around she wants zooming every yeah she wants every screen on with different shows and i'm like you can multitask like this, you know, like you have Coco Melon and Peppa Pig and Ben and Holly is a running factor in our house now. And so it's been a lot of actual fights in our house. Do you find that when you get them to do like 
outside stuff, everything always relates back to screen time anyway. So for example, my eldest will see something and she'll point at it and she'll be like, that's a truck like in Paw Patrol. Mm. And I'm like, yes, but it's also a green truck. Yeah. It's picking yeah. up rubbish. Yeah. You, know? you just kind of, yeah, yeah, yeah. oh yeah, that's a school like in Coco Melon. Yeah. I was like, yes, but it's also a school. Like yeah. everything connects. And I've really, she keeps saying awesome at the moment. Oh, that's awesome. Paw Patrol. Mm. That's where she got it from. So mm. it's it's like even when you get them out, their heads are still yeah. in the TV world. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, it's Ben and Holly runs our life right now, um, and everything is all about King Thistle and magic and Nanny Plum. Yeah, and the, th- the thing is, it keeps them quiet. It does. So we, it's almost like I'm more addicted to it than they are. Yeah, yeah, Because <laughs> yeah. I'm like, when I put it on, I get peace. Yeah, I know that I'm the problem, right? I know <laughs> that, that that iPad, I bought it for me, not for her. Like, I bought it so I can buy myself these pockets of peace and leave me alone to hide in my bedroom for, like, 20 minutes without the fear of you destroying something in my house. But, yeah, that is my daughter's current wake of horror in my house tv is is the best child minder because it's free mm-hmm. <laughs> well other than you know you pay for your ipad yeah. but it's fundamentally it's free do you do you think it's helping you discipline your your daughter no because then <laughs> i say well we're, we're kind of at a place in our life right now where everything is we have to haggle at everything like i have to take one more bite or i'm gonna turn it off or do this or I'm going to turn it off. Do this or I'm going to turn it off. And that is literally like the ugh, that always comes out of my mouth at the moment. So it's just a bit, it's, it's not ideal, is it? I can feel that this isn't how it should be. I shouldn't have to like dangle your screen time in front of you for you to do anything. <laughs> you know how governments don't negotiate with terrorists? Mm. We shouldn't negotiate with toddlers. <laughs> like that's, that's the strategy we should have. Uh, but the reason I asked is because we're talking about discipline today, mm-hmm. specifically around potty training, because that is a discipline in itself. <laughs> We're going to talk to another mother um, who has two toddlers um, and she's going to tell us how to discipline our children. Yeah. She has all the answers, I believe. Welcome to the podcast, podcaster and presenter, Sharla Tahira. Hi. Hi, guys. Hi. <laughs> Sharla, how are you today? Um. Oh, gosh. I've had like a jam-packed day. It's my now just at one year old's birthday so um i'm just running around doing all the bits before our little dinner party later it's not really a party for him it's more just a party for my family but um yeah i even have to like think oh i need to get my nails done and my eyebrows done i don't want to look a mess do you know what i mean (laughs) (laughs) so really all the preps just for the adults there's nothing to do with him he's just got a balloon yeah. When, when you're at parties are great because they're just like what is going on here you're yeah. like blow out the candle and they're just like eating their foot like they really yeah. they really don't care and how old how old's your second child yeah my daughter River she's going to be four in May so um Yes, the, the when you mentioned potty trading there, I uh, brings back horrible memories. <laughs> Tell us a bit about potty trading. Like, when did you start, and what did you? What was it like compared to what you thought it might be like? Well, my dad seemed to think so. He bought River a a potty for her first birthday, <laughs> and he was like, "Just start putting her on it after she's eaten." And I remember the first time I put her on it, she did a wee, and we were like. Oh my gosh, she's a genius. Like, we've smashed it. Um, 
Yeah, and that was a complete fluke, basically. So uh, it was a really interesting journey. I think I've definitely dealt with a lot of, even up until I would say like the three and a half, her just pooing and peeing on the floor. Because <laughs> um, <laughs> we started it as like, okay, um, first of all, we just didn't put her in underwear because then she, so she'd run around with the house with just like a top on because then she would know okay, I need to go to the bathroom. But as soon as we introduced like underwear and trousers, she just assumed that was like the equivalent to a nappy and would just start like peeing herself and do number twos. And yeah, it was it was just a bit of a mess, actually. <laughs> what what techniques did you use? Um, like for, for mine, um, someone recommended that I just put her on the potty every 20 minutes. So, and that way you like, like you catch the wee backs. It was like a fairground game. <laughs> it was just like, you catch the wee. Uh, so, um, and that was just a nightmare because suddenly you'd be working away. Then you'd be like, oh my God, it's been 45 minutes. And then you'll run into like the living room and there's a big, big poo on the floor <laughs> or something. Yeah. So did, does that ring a bell in terms of how you um, tried to potty train your daughter? Yeah, we definitely would try to put her on like every, I did every hour. Mm. Um, but the worst one was when you'd sit her down and she'd do nothing. And then like two minutes later, oh. she would just pee on the floor. Oh my God, those are the worst. You're like, I just did this. <laughs> Why? Why are we not getting it? You once texted yeah. me to say that your daughter pooped in your Air Force One. Yeah, yeah. And so <laughs> I started and the, uh, on that day, that's when I, I accepted defeat and I went back to nappies yeah. because she just wasn't catching the concept. And then one day she, I literally just found her crouching on top of my Air Forces and she'd done a poo in my brand new fresh white Air Forces. <laughs> Yeah, 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 and I was just like, (laughs) message received, message. But you know what? I find that then I I kind of came off of it, introduced it again. She didn't do really well. And I wasn't very like, I wasn't on it as I should have been. And then one day she just went to the toilet and used the potty by herself. Um, And then that's when I realised, okay, now she's showing an interest in going in herself. And then since then, to be fair, she hasn't pooped on the floor or anything. She does have loads of accidents all the time. But poops, she's very good at actually going in the toilet after the Air Force I um, I I tended not to look at sort of parenting advice with my kids, but when it came to potty training, I got so desperate, like I did. And one of the things that um, I read that consistently was that you can't get angry with them because, and that's true mm. because we teach them from the age of zero to do, just wet yourself guys, have a little wee party in your pants. Just, and then one day we wake up and we say, well, actually that's not how it works. <laughs> um, you have to get up when you need a wee. You've got to go to something, you've got to sit on it, you've got a wee on it. And then you've got to tell us when you've done it because we've got to come and wipe your bum. Cause that's the worst when they do a massive poo and they just up comes the pants. And you yeah. think, no! Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And they, it's a, what they're not doing is that they're not learning how to potty train. They're, unlearning what we've taught them the whole time and so mm. I so I thought that, that was that really resonated because I did used to get a little bit short <laughs> with with my daughter but conversely then it's not about being angry it's about rewarding so like we yes. had like when we it got to the point where um we had like a wee dance and a poo dance so when she did a wee be like you've done a wee and we'll get up and do a wee dance it would be like carnival um like <laughs> 
which sounds ridiculous, but that actually it actually worked because she yeah, learned. We have a whole song, a whole <laughs> in the potty song that you have to clap and sing. And even it's interesting what you said about the um the unlearning because I've made the decision to to stop the potty and go straight to you know um the little toilet seat support mm. thing. I don't know what it's called, but yeah. so they can sit on the toilet without falling in it. Um, I remember, I remember just being like, do you know what? Scrap this potty thing. Mm. She keeps watching me on the toilet. Let's just introduce that stage of things. And we got her like the little stool and the little seat for her to go on the actual toilet. Because that's the thing with potty training. You train them to go in this little potty and then they still don't realise what a toilet is. <laughs> well, we got a mini toilet, which I, I, when my partner bought it, I cussed him. I was like, what is this? And it was because it's a, literally a mini toilet. And I was like, this is the most over-engineered. It's got a flush on it. <laughs> you press a button and it just flush. It makes a flush sound. But it turned out to be great because it taught her to lift the lid up, to sit down on it and things like that. So, but it, it, it sort of became a problem when graduating to the big potty meant she was scared of the big toilet because she was like, what is this? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fall into it. But it was good in terms of get her getting used to it as a bit of furniture. You know, because what's a potty? It's just yeah. a big plastic bowl, isn't it? And you don't want your kids peeing in your Pyrex. <laughs> <laughs> I have a question for you guys. Was your move to potty train, had did that have anything to do with nappy prices? I actually, for me, it was actually more sustainability. I was really conscious of how many bin bags of nappies we were chucking out every week. Because I, I use Tesco's nappies. I don't use branded. I did used to use like Pampers, but I use Aldi, Tesco's. Mm. So, yeah, Lidl's are good as well. Yeah, so the cost of nappies wasn't necessarily like, I do, I think it is an, an expense, but I was more thinking about every week we've just got bags of nappies. That's like mm. two bin liners. Mm. And I was, and that's poo. That should be in the sewer. It mm. shouldn't be in like my bin stinking up my front yeah. garden. I definitely agree about the cost, but for me, it was more mum guilt because two of my other friends who's like toddlers were the same age were like, oh yeah, yeah, they're already, they're, yeah, they're out of nappies. And I'm like, oh my God, is she behind? Mm. Like, do you know what I mean? So for me, it was more like society making me feel like she's not where she's meant to be. And especially like her being a toddler during the pandemic and not going through that whole, like being in preschool to see that it was like the pressure was on me to get her to that point. So going back to potty training, was or is your toddler naughty? And did that make potty training kind of difficult? Or did you find she got naughtier because she was being told to do something that she didn't, want to, didn't know how to do? And the reason I ask is my daughter's quite well behaved until we started potty training. And then she was like, she got a new personality. She started tantrums. She started the protest. I say this all the time. My daughter does a wee protest. If she's really, really unhappy with me, she will wet herself. And it's, on, it's, it's timed. It's always timed with time out. You can't, like, it's not a coincidence. You're wetting yourself during time out. You're doing it on purpose. Mm. Um, so what was, it, what was it like, kind of, with your daughter? Did she have, did she have lots of potty-related tantrums? Um, she loves, she hates being told that she's been naughty. She loves praise. So actually, she kind of enjoyed, like, how much we'd celebrate when she went on the toilet. But her, her punishments go into the wall, and she has to just stand and face the wall. And she definitely did a lot of wheeze and poos at the wall. <laughs> <laughs> and then it would be, or, or she'd go to the wall and go, 
I need to go toilet. Like as a a reason Mm. to come off the wall, thinking we wouldn't put her back on the wall afterwards. So she did try to manipulate um, when she was on the wall. But I think she enjoyed that whole process because she just loved the like celebration when she would go in the toilet. Yeah, my one definitely, my mum loved the poo dance. And we haven't, it's actually, we haven't done it for ages. She's kind of graduated now. So I need to get my son on it so we can, we can resurrect the poo dance and, and the wee dance. What other tips do you have other than the wall in terms of like managing your toddler's moods and tantrums? So I, I can never believe when I see, and maybe because of my upbringing, when I see like children in supermarkets like screaming or like throwing themselves on the floor, so I use them as like examples sometimes. I don't think that that little girl's been very naughty, River. She's <laughs> shouting at her mummy. And she's like, yeah, why is she shouting at her mummy? I, I don't know. I don't know why. Maybe you should go and see if she's okay. And like, she'll go and say, are you okay? Like, <laughs> so I use naughty children as like an example of what you shouldn't do. And then also like, I'm trying to think discipline wise. She is very, I mean, my son's complete opposite. He's only one, but I can already see he's going to be a lot more difficult. Um, but I also like things like to do with money. I'm very transparent about that. So like if we're in the shop and she wants something and I'm like, no, mommy can't get that for you. And she's like, why? And I go, because look, you see, mommy's been with you all day. She hasn't gone to work. So she hasn't made any money today. <laughs> so she really associates like, when mummy's at work, it's to get money so mm-hmm. I can get things. Yeah. Um, and that's how I've, I alleviate a bit of my mum guilt as well that I'm, I work so much because she knows, oh, mummy's going to work. Okay, it means that, you know, I might get a nice birthday present. Um, so I've really explained that like work equals money. And so if I'm with her, I'm not working, I'm not making any money. So there's a good chance we can't spend any money at the moment. I should start doing that. I should start. That kid that you said that was tantruming, that's my kid. That's probably me and my kid. Because Suki has no shame and no qualms about throwing the biggest tantrum when I said no to a Kinder Egg. Um, and we know how Kinder Egg run our lives at the moment. Shopping, I have to put her in the trolley. Like, you can't let her run around. And you know around. it's got a strap, you've got to do that yeah, strap tight. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you literally have to you cannot move it. You can't have, like, always keep out of, like, reaching distance from the from the um, aisles because she will pull things in there. My brother took her shopping on Saturday and, oh, he said, we went into Tesco. He was by, he was at the prescription place buying um, some cough medicine for his son and she's like, she ran up to him, uncle, uncle, can I have this? And he, she's picked up this massive bar of chocolate. He's like, wait, Suki, wait, I'm just going to do something and I'll deal with you. She'll come back again, uncle, uncle, can I have this? And he's like, Suki, just wait, okay? She's like, okay. Like, silent for about a minute, thinking, where's this girl gone? I turn around, she's sitting on the floor, opened it and eating <laughs> the giant <gasps> bar of chocolate. Oh <laughs> Like she's open, you know those giant galaxy bars. Because I was like, there's ones that you get for Christmas. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And he's like, why? And and she's like, I looked at the price tag on this thing. It's like four pounds, but she's opened the whole thing up, right? And is holding it, and half of it is on the floor anyway, so we can't keep it. And he's just like, oh my god. I was like, why didn't you put her in the trolley? Should have put, should have parked her in the trolley. Have you ever had to deal with other people disciplining your children? And is it a yes? Is it a no? And how have you dealt with it? 
Um, so I'm I'm a bit cautious about who I let look after them in general. Like other than um, their dad's mum, I don't think anyone else has ever like had them for the day, which is why I'm always exhausted. <laughs> but when I've been around family, and I remember my brother did this, and my family all live like South London, and I'm West London, so my family don't see them as much as like their dad's family. Um, and I remember we was at my granddad's and River was in a dress and she was like just climbing up to get on the bed. And he was like to her, oh, careful, River, you know, that, that, you can't climb like that. That's not very ladylike. And I had to give him a look. And I was like, Adam, first of all, don't tell her about what's ladylike. Secondly, she's like, I, what I don't appreciate is people who don't really know them thinking they can make any comment whatsoever because actually... I encourage her to be completely free and like, if she wants to climb something, jump, run, like we're not doing that gender stereotyping over here. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So I'm, I'm with strangers. I'm a bit more polite and I might be like, don't worry, River, don't listen to that. With, with family and friends, I'll call them out and be like, how well do you actually know my daughter to mm. tell her what to be doing and, and make them feel really uncomfortable. Cause I think as soon as it's a child, adults do feel like they have a right to have a say. Mm. And actually she is a whole personality who you don't know all of her personality. And I encourage her to jump and climb and be free as much as possible. So yeah, I have had to call out a few family and friends and be like, don't tell my child what to do. Mm. <laughs> um, and yeah, it's mainly just me and her dad who discipline that. And even her granny, which is um, her dad's mom, we still have to sometimes be like, no, but we do let her do that or we don't let her do that and, and give her a bit of guidance on what she should be telling her off for and what she shouldn't be. Because mm. I think, yeah, it's so difficult when other people try and get involved. It's just really confusing for the child. Mm. I have the opposite problem. My family do not discipline my children at all. It's literally a free-for-all. So if I give my daughter to my uncle and, and my mum for the day, they come back feral. She comes back feral because she spent all day being able to do what she wants, be rude. Um, you know, my mum will just offer her food every five minutes. If she doesn't want what she's given her, she gets something else. You want plantain? Okay, don't worry then, you've got rice. Okay, we've got chicken. Oh, we've got this. Oh, we've got that. It's, 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 and I, when I see it, it actually makes me really, I find it quite upsetting because it's, you know the term spoiling a child? Like when you really interrogate that term, it spoils them. Like it literally takes them from in the wrong direction. And I'm, and I'm trying to have this conversation with my mum quite regularly. Like I expect a grandmother to spoil a grandchild, but what I don't expect them to do is to be like a negative influence in their life. And she hasn't quite understood. I said this to all the time, by the way, that's why I'm happy to put it on, on wax on the podcast. And she hasn't quite connected that always giving children what they want doesn't isn't always a good thing just because they're happy okay they might be happy but they've not there's no learning going on there there's no discipline so yeah my, my yeah I have the opposite in fact can we swap extended family please it sounds amazing I would I would just love for like I'd love for my for my mum to say to my daughter like if she says to my daughter do you want something she goes yes and I'm like, say yes, thank you, or yes, please. Mm. And if you don't want yeah, something, yeah, they go, yeah. no. That's mm. My daughter will just say no, like mm. that, like she's a little gremlin. Mm. Um, and I always say to her, no, you say no, thank you. And it's like, you're still offering her things, but you're making sure like she responds. So yeah, that's my problem. I'm trying to get my parents, my, my, I'm trying to get grandma specifically uh, to, to show a bit of discipline. Mm. Um, but not, not the, but not so much like it was when I was growing up. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I want her to keep her slippers on her feet still. <laughs> like, but to have like, like basic manners would be a nice start. 
are you going to change anything that you did um, with your four-year-old uh, in terms of how you how you treat your one-year-old in terms of discipline and potty training? I just think I'm going to have to be stricter because, like, even what you're saying about food, like, he, he throws food on the floor. Like, he's just, they're such different people. Um, so I don't know, because even with River now, if I give her a look, I can just give her a look and she knows. Mummy's mm. not joking. Mummy's serious. Whereas with him, I'll give him that look and he'll just laugh in my face and not look at me. <laughs> so I definitely think I'm going to have to be stricter with him. I don't know how yet. With the potty training, I'm interested because I've heard with boys, obviously it's, with girls it's easy. They always just sit down, don't they? And it just goes that way. Whereas boys, I think it's a bit more tricky, isn't it? Yeah, well, that's, I worry about that because I, with the other boy, they do wee in your face. I mean, this is the, this yeah, is the yeah. main, every, I always say people, girls are good and they go, you can't say that sex or something like, they can't wee in your face, guys. Okay, that's literally why they're better because as soon as that, as soon as that, the nappy comes off and the air hits them, whoosh, oh no, it's, it's outrageous. Um, but, but yeah, I worry about that on the potty because they, that's another, they have to also learn to keep, you know, to keep everything pointed in the correct direction direction you know yeah. and that's what girls don't have to know and I don't know how I can't think of a dance <laughs> to do <laughs> to teach him how to do that well I think with him as well I'm gonna skip the, the potty and go straight to the toilet because then there's more space for him do you mm. know what I mean to hopefully angle a bit better whereas with the potty it might be a bit more yeah technical <laughs> yes but you go through go for a lot of a lot of trousers so to to wrap up is there um we've got the we've got the naughty wall face the wall, um and we've got the shaming other children like you don't want to be like that kid <laughs> that kid. What's your what's your ultimate tip for getting a toddler to do what you've told them to do? I'll give you mine and mine. What, what it doesn't always work, but it tends to work. I'll always say if you don't do this, you can't have that. And that even if um she'll either go fine. I'll stop, but I never wanted that anyway. Or she'll just, it will just, it will just level the situation. So mm. it won't always be, she won't always eat her carrots, but what she will do is not scream and shout. And then she'll just go to bed without her stories or she won't get her dessert mm. and stuff like that. So that's my thing. Just that if you don't do this, you don't get that. Do you have anything that you use to kind of guarantee a result? Yeah, that one's a really good one. That works a lot. I think, um, especially with like if I know she wants to do something else um but also I make it a competition so she's very aware that like her brother's a baby um so I look Rio's finishes dinner before you Rio's gonna beat you Rio's almost finished oh my god and then she's like no 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 because she's so competitive as I said she loves praise she always wants to be the best and like win so I'd make it a competition sometimes not even between Rio sometimes it's are you gonna finish before mummy so that works really well, but that's because she's competitive. I don't know if that would work with every child. I think some would just go so like. <laughs> but um, yeah, that works really good when you make it like a bit of a game. And so she thinks like she's playing a game rather than having to like follow a, a task. Yeah, mm. that's an amazing thing. I'm going to try that actually. Yeah, I do that with Sooks. Um, but it's really hard to make her compete against herself because she's an only child <laughs> and it's just me and her at home and she's like, I don't care. But if there's other kids and you're like, well, who's the winner? Then she'll usually eat and stuff when it comes to like food and things. Also, I like to let her pick nowadays. I find that when I let her pick her own meals, 
then she's more inclined. So mm. I'll say, do you want white rice or pink rice? Pink rice is rice with ketchup. White rice is just plain rice. And she'll pick because she does. Then I'm learning that she prefers things and then she'll actually eat her food because she's picked it herself. Mm. Um, but in terms of actual discipline, now we're in a current state of warfare in my house. It's, who knows? I'm, I'm walking, get a chair flung at me. It's all hell. All right, we'll send in some peacekeepers. Charlotte, you, you mentioned the poo song and the wee song. I think it'd be a real shame to not hear a, a few bars <laughs> of, of either. I'm not going like... to lie. I think I jazzed it up too much. <laughs> John. It's more just like pee-pee on the body, pee-pee on the body, poo-poo on the body. And we like dance along to it and clap. So, yeah, I think I really jazzed it up. I don't think That is all you song. need, though. That's all I you need. I can hear in a that with the, with the toothbrushes and everyone yeah. knocking and it's a vibe. Because we, that's, I hadn't realized that we have a song, but our song will be like, do the we dance, do the we dance, yeah. do the we, and then do the poo dance, do the poo dance. So we kind of sing along to it, too. So I think that's definitely, that's definitely a song. Um, you could Spotify that. That's, you know, <laughs> I, would, I would stream that easily, easily. Oh, you're welcome. Thanks for having me on, guys. Thank you. Shut up! Well, that was such an insightful conversation. The money thing. Now, I don't talk to my daughter enough about money. When she's yeah. getting home this evening, I'm like, we have to sit down. These are bills, okay? <laughs> These are direct debits, okay? <laughs> this is a bank account. Do you have a bank account? No, you don't have a bank account. Yeah, I'm going to break it down to her for her, like, yeah. in detail. Thank you for listening. <laughs> and we will catch you on the next episode. Bye. Bye.